had a little distraction, but we are on course, and we were just talking about Ayurveda, or at least this book, and um, how sort of Ayurveda was the first, I guess, eye-opening for me that plants really do work. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, what do you, what do you mean work? I just mean like in general, um, well, animal, animals, I guess nature too, all, all of it, all of it, because, um, you know, things like animal fats and proteins and skins and like really any natural substance, it's sort of made for us to utilize in ways really that we can only imagine. I mean, that's the fun part about it is like a lot of the times I've seen more and more of a movement, a natural movement, but it seems like people are going like more primitive in that sense. And it's like anybody who was any human who was like hunting for their food or like worrying about what they're going to eat two months from now, or you know what I mean? If that was like a, a main, um, you know, if that was like the drive behind the community and things of that nature, which there are plenty of communities that are still like that. I think if you ask them whether or not they would be doing that or, or have the opportunity to sort of just be like, okay, if I want to get some food, I can go and get some, um, I think they would pick the latter. And, and I mean, I understand there are complexities to it and you know the types of food well you know if you're hunting if you're getting food like that you're eating food and you're with nature so you're still happy but the you know there's conveniences of the western world and of course all across the world i was just watching something about north korea and uh, that's a whole other (laughs) that's a whole other can of worms but just in general, like, there are places all over the whole entire Earth realm, right, that have luxuries, and they're different luxuries. They're not all the same luxuries, right? So what may be luxurious in one area is not in another, right? So this is where we sort of have this closed-down minded, we've been held back in this bubble in this square black box which is the internet and the screens that you know there's not a complex web of life happening all over right and like if you think evolutionary stance it's like there are you can't really take in economical status and environment um, when you're factoring in something uh, like the way we live, right? Because it really all determines on the ex- external factors. Um, wait, did I just contradict myself? Like, what I'm trying to say is the ex. Yeah, I did. I think I did. The external. <laughs> I'm literally a walking contradiction, all right? Like, welcome to Gut Instincts Podcast.
Alright, what's up y'all, this is RJ, oh, on a beautiful Mondays, happy Mondays, I got the sun that's not 93 million miles away, shining to in my face, did you, any of y'all catch that um, recent article, I don't know how legit it is, I guess I can look it up since I've got a computer in front of me, and you may or may not, uh, Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Alright. So if you got your bowl, go ahead, set it up. Um, get it going. We're in full blown record mode. I got one kind of two things that I'm gonna talk about today is a nice health um a nice easy health episode. We're gonna talk about um foods and how I've been feeling better and why I've been feeling better and um, you know a couple different Ayurvedic techniques that I want to implement more into my life and things of that nature um, interestingly enough it all it kind of keep it all always circles back to like the perme permeability of food within the gut gastrointestinal tract the permeability of food means the properties uh upon which it can enter the, the bloodstream through the gut gut, gut in, intestines right and, and that's not supposed to happen so there's not even supposed to be a gut permeability uh level and yet there is in all different foods so we'll talk about that we're gonna light this up i want to check this out we're gonna uh i wanted to bring up this nasa says the moon is inside the atmosphere It's a big, like, fucking back and forth going around, and it basically it's like, soon enough, NASA and all them are they're gonna have to admit that they're lying, but they're not gonna admit that they're lying. They're gonna just play stupid. Yeah, they're gonna play stupid, just like they play stupid about oh we lost uh, all the technology to get to the moon. That's why we can't go to the moon. And then they talk about the. Um, Van I Van Allen belt and that radiation and not and of course never being able to get through it and yet the moon was supposed to be past that and yet now apparently they're saying that it's back inside uh, staggering okay so this is RT oh wait there's NASA.gov uh, is there an atmosphere on the moon no that's an atmosphere on the moon gosh I'll tell you, I don't know what the moon is. Uh, I don't even know if it's a solid so object. That's what I'd like to know. I'd like to know if the moon is solid. Seems to me that might be like a spaceship. That whole thing where they said the, the moon echoed once. I don't know, block. Yeah, February 21st. <clears throat> this is on RT, so, you know, I don't think it's very much controlled op. RT usually reports semi-legitimate things, because guess what? There is, uh, I think, a take takedown of the global Kabbalist, but it's, it's going to happen under the radar, and it's not going to be reported. 
the Earth's atmosphere is much bigger than previously thought, extended far beyond the moon. A team of scientists has revealed the amazing discovery was made thanks to data that has been sitting unexamined for over 20 years. Of course. Of course. It's just, it was just data. Just like some numbers. It's like 15 pages that um, James... James over in uh in the research uh, pod seven, research building eight right, fucking he 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 printed it out on his break, and he filed it in the wrong file twenty years ago. And one of those old Manila files folder file holders, they're like you know they're stacked like eight top, top and you can't even open them usually you can't. I remember those from my high school days, or middle school days. Well, I guess more high school days. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so this says, it, it, we know atmosphere stretches 391,000 miles away. And it's 50 times the diameter of <laughs> Thanks to the discovery and analysis of decades-old data by scientists at Russian Space Research Institute. Okay, is that the Russian Space Research Institute? Okay. So, I mean, this might be uh, damage control. This is, this is, this might be. You know, that's what this might be, is damage control. Because they're going to have to backstep. Because you can't just... <laughs> All the comments. <laughs> and everyone just comments about how they're lying. And it's all a backpedal. Which it is. So, but I don't know. I mean, you know... Why would they lie? You know how much money they make? Or they take from U.S. tax dollars? Here's the other question. Why is it... Why is it that, that this... So-called NASA uh, space agency gets a budget from U.S. tax uh, payers, and yet they're not a federal government? So it receives its funding from annual federal budget passed by the U U.S. Congress. Um, now my question is, who decided that a non-federal government should get federal funding? NASA's budget of last year, 2017, was $19.5 billion. That's billion. So that's about half of a percent of um, the yearly, yearly budget that um, the United States government... Well, well, which is a private co corporation, so I guess actually I just literally answered my own question. See that? See how research... When you do your own research, man, I love that comment. When you do your own research, people, you will come 
to conclusions upon your own that you just can't deny because truth is right there in front of your eyes. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to push you off a cliff here, but you just listen to how I just figured out why, why, why they get funding from taxpayers. And it's because the federal or the United States, um, United States Inc. is a corporation. It's a corporate federal, uh, or a corporate traded entity. Oh man, and it and it's all collateral based on humans. That's right. You're when you're born, your collateral is like millions of dollars, um, depending on how many people are born, or are alive upon like when you were born. So it changes. So the net worth of somebody born in nineteen you know, 75 is going to be a different net worth than somebody born in 2015. Um, and it's all based on this, this idea that we're commodities. That's what it is. You're, you're, we're considered traded commodities. Um, hours in your life, really hours based on how much you work that's the key anyways so I just wanted to bring that up to you guys see what you thought about that I thought it was fucking funny because I know it's just gonna happen it's just gonna keep happening they're gonna as soon it's gonna be the sun because fuck, that thing is so obvious that it's not 93 million miles away and then it's not setting and rising at all. It's all perspective. I mean, it's literally, if something was setting and rising, it would go above your head. The sun's never been above my head my entire life. It's never been above my head, directly above my head. Oh, man. And I think back, and I, I think, like, my mind, like, made up these pictures of it being above my head. But then when I really recall, it's never been there. It's never been directly up. And then you're like, oh, that's because we're fucking slanted and we're we're tilted and we're an oblique square. No, we're an oblique spheroid. <clears throat> it's a realm. A realm, basically, what that means is it's all inside. It's all a reflection. It's all inside, right? You can only reach... How, how long is your arm? Right? What's that? Two? It's usually about half your height. There's, there's, uh, there's probably a, uh, probably a code for that. It's code for everything. Thank you, God. Shout out to God. Um, you know, you can only reach so far and then you can't even, you can't even prove to me that that, what you're seeing is even there because you can't touch it and you can't reach it. Right? So you can only see that jar, right? Full of cream or whatever, or it's, it's hand, it's hand cream. It's moisturizer. Uh, like, you can't see it. So you can't prove to me that it's there. Like, you, you can only say, okay, well, what do you see? And I say, well, I see something. All right, so then we both agree that we, we see something. We can't really prove anything until we actually get to it and we feel it. And that's the interesting thing about this life is it's all feeling 
visual is a very, very small amount. Mm. Experience is what, what drives everything. Vision, vision is just like we just sit back and we watch it. We don't even touch it. That's why most of it is inside of our mind, right? That's why meditation... Oh, see, I knew we'd get to Ayurveda. So that's why med things like meditation, right? Silence. The sun heard, heard me talking about it and it ran away. It got all dark. It's snowing, by the way. It's snowing here, if you didn't know. I'm in southern New England. Um, and it's nice and snowy out. So that's why things like meditation, TM, Transcendental Meditation, or just regular meditation, anything, even if you just call it like clearing your mind or deep breaths, um, that's why it's so important because when you're doing that, you're cleansing the neurons and the, you know, the things that are firing, all this energy that's flowing and that's firing, you're calming that down you're giving your mind the ability to reconnect itself to its own soul, to its own spirit, to... Yeah, it's sort of like cleaning out the pipes, right? It's sort of like, you know, when you, when you put new oil into the car, it's going to enhance the physical, um, physical aspects of the engine and the pistons because the oil is actually going to, well, it's supposed to be cleaning it or, or you know, um, just getting in there and, 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 and keeping things I guess clean, but you know what I mean? Because I think of like a, I think of an oil in an engine, I don't think clean, but the reality is it is clean. Oil is the best cleaner. Anyone who uses coconut oil knows that, right? Or Dr. Bronner's, if you've, any of y'all have used Dr. Bronner's before. Damn, that stuff is good. Um, it's good. It's good. Um, my favorite thing to use it on is things that need like serious grease cutting power because Sodium hydroxide, which is lye, which is pretty rough and tumble. So if you're not into that, you know, if you're trying to avoid lye, you, you don't want it. But, you know, science shows that after you emulsify the sodium hydroxide with the lipids of the fat, um, it, neutral, it neutralizes it and it saponifies, which is, you know, it doesn't go away, but it, trans, it tr turns into something else. Or it turns... The, lipids into bubbles I don't know exactly how that works <laughs> but regardless it's it's got that gr that grass stamp which I know I know it's not a great stamp that's that's why I don't really I don't lather my body with Dr. Bronner's I clean stuff with Dr. Bronner's right so um I clean uh the bathroom sink and the bathroom, like the tub and the shower <laughs> with baking soda and Dr. Bronner's. Um, and then vinegar too. I don't know how safe it is together. So just like, you know, you're on your own for that. But 
Um, those are sort of my go-tos for cleaning. And because oil has such a great cleaning... Why? why? It's because it's bipolar. No, not bipolar. That's the condition that you have if you be like... It's a dipole. <laughs> a dipole, right? <laughs> I hope you're laughing at me. A dipole is is a molecule or an atom that has a uh, charge, right? And what that means is it's, it has the ability to break apart oxygen atoms, hydrogen atoms. It basically has the ability to break apart atoms because it has a slight charge itself, right? Because all atoms are are just vi vibrating molecules, right? You're made up of a ton of atoms. Or it's like things in your body are made up of a ton of atoms, right? Blood are made of atoms, are molecules. They're all molecules, right? Liver, your heart, all, the, all these different systems are made of uh, molecules, which are made up of these little atoms which are vibrating, right? That's why they say you're just energy. That's why we say you're energy. We're energy, right? Because we are. We're mostly, we're just, we're, our spirit and soul is like in this vessel, um, you know, but it's very, it's very vague. It's just vibrating at a very, I mean, remarkable vibration code because again, it's a, it's a code that make, makes up this body right the code makes up this physical body which which holds our spirit and our soul which gives us the ability to run and operate what's going on right in our brain and that's why things like cannabis things like natural medicine um, plants herbs that's why this stuff all enhances our way of living because it's getting our molecules back to the vib vibratory state upon which it reaches homeostasis. And I've commented about this a few times online. It's like homeostasis is really all that needs to be achieved. It's, it's the... It's the ability to survive and just to live successfully. Um, yeah, so I mean, and of course that means differently to everybody, right? That means differently to everybody. I know I said we were going to talk about Ayurveda and digestion, but we kind of went off a track. But the true reality is, is this all has to do with digestion and food. It's like, because if you're not, if you're stressed out, and something's going on with your mind, your body's going to be affected. Right? I've noticed if I can get stressed out and there's chocolate around, well, sugar-laced uh, chocolate, like cane sugar, not my own. I make the chocolate with maple, right? <coughs> if there's that around, I start eating it. And because sugar is also the most addictive substance, I'd probably say one of the most addictive sub substances in the earth, uh, or at least refined cane sugar, because you can't really like chew and eat that much of the cane 
I grew cane sugar over the summer. It was a blast. Um, I feel like next time maybe I'll try to scrape out all that sugar on the inside and then dry it out in the sun. Make my own sun-dried cane sugar. What do you think about that? Maybe I'll do that this year. But anyways, um, you know, I haven't even gotten to half this book yet. So it's like I can't really talk too much into it. But, you know, a lot of the stuff stems to being able to have rituals, uh, waking up and giving yourself five to ten minutes of quietness and calmness and positive, you know, what you're grateful for and uh, cleaning your, clearing your mind out, right? Washing your face, not washing it with soaps and, you know, harsh stuff, but just like with lukewarm water, um, brushing your teeth, morning and night. Uh, I don't think I ever heard, uh, you're supposed to floss. I don't know how much I agree with that. Uh, try to not flossing after a little while. It really doesn't work out. So I do, as I mean, you, you, you start to pick and choose what feels right with you. And that's really all, all you can do. That's really all you want to do. That's really all we want to do. Right? Who? Like, isn't that isn't that what most of us just want to be happy? Right? So, and happiness is all different for everyone. So, when we talk or try to help each other or, or try to come up with solutions, it's always like, well, well, what's gonna make you happy? That's that should be the first question before you even tackle a uh, a way of going at the situation right at the problem solving at hand before you even decide to do that you should you should you should open your eyes open your eyes to that first what makes you happy as a person based on that answer should come your plan of attack Just getting a couple nugs. So I can go ahead and roll one up for this last half of the podcast. Making it short and simple. Come back with the vengeance. Um, I've been putting the show sort of in the back burner as of right now. Only because, and not... not by any means slowing down uh because i'm working behind the scenes uh like no other um for example if you go on my website you can check out the store if you're into natural medicines herbal medicines i mean i guess you can't really legally call them medicines but uh functional herbs tinctures i've got I, I work a lot i've been working a lot on on spirit tinctures uh organic most if not all of them will be local uh if not then i know you know the person where they're coming from things of that nature they're they're it's a pretty s- stiff um set of not rules but qualifications that i sort of n- go through before I get 
uh, things that I get. So if you're interested, you can go over there, check it out. One of my favorites is probably like the Spilanthes, uh, which is probably the weirdest. So, you know, other than the heel all, which obviously I love, but the Spilanthes is pretty cool because if you've never heard of it, it's called a buzz button. A buzz button. That's the term they use for it. And what it is, is it, it gets that name because it gives you that buzz in your mouth. Dude, it's crazy. It's like, it gives you, it's like not, it's literally the numbing. It, it's like sting, it not stings, but it like, it num it numbs. That's what it does. It's a, it's a numbing agent. Um, you know, it's interestingly enough, I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff like was used in other places that we didn't even realize um that's usually what happens with all this so yeah um i use it for toothaches i use it for um if i cut my myself or bite my inside of my lip or you know hurt my gum uh flossing and it you know it like bleeds or whatever on accident um I haven't really noticed much of an exterior numbing quality, uh, but I haven't really had anything that I needed to numb per se. So, you know, that's on you. Let me know if it, if you, if you try it out and it works and it like, you know, you got something that you wanted to numb on your finger or something and you put it on there. So, um, yeah, it's all done on a frequency, uh, energy vibration too I, I set intention into it and it's done on specific uh times specific dates specific astronomic astronomical events uh because you know you know we don't want to say space is fake because it's all a reflection. So that outside is actually inside of us. Right? That outside is inside. What it is, how it is, how we explore it, that's all to be determined. T-B-D. Oops. Alright, y'all. Move this. Get my lighter. Straighten out my J. Little pregnant. My J's are usually a little, always a little pregnant. But it's like, you know, it's a good holder. It's a good finger holder. All right, how much time we got left? Yeah, so we'll finish up. Um, cheers, y'all. Oh, so a tongue scraper. That That's what I'm going to be ordering here. I can't believe I didn't order it with the last set of stuff that I did. That's my next thing tongue scraper it's supposed to be really really beneficial so try that out um i tried to bake my first rye bread it was so dense i'm gonna turn it into uh croissants no not croissant uh, what are those little bread crumbs called i don't know anyways I'm going to give a, you know, just like different blends a try as well. 
like uh, like a grain free but with rye, so it's not taking grain free. But the rye is local, and and my theory upon which I avoid grains. I mean, besides it being sort of, it obviously seems like a lot, right? A grain is a tiny thing, like seed. So you need like hundreds and hundreds of dried seeds to grind that up to make a powder. Upon which you're making like a loaf of bread. Upon which you could eat like half the loaf of bread in one sitting. Think about how many hundreds of seeds that is. But it's processed and it's changed. And that's where the whole gluten intolerance theory thing comes comes into play. It's like, okay, well, is it the gluten? Is it the specific protein that our guts are having issues breaking down? The answer is yes. Why is that simulated in other things? Well, people, some people with lactose uh, intolerance and the, the inability to digest that as well. Now, here's... My question, why is it that both have very, 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 very lucrative um, corporations, large corporations behind them pushing uh, some really nasty practices that if we were to find out how they were being implemented, we'd probably be sick to our stomach, which most of us are because we've all seen, most of us have seen all those videos, right? But... You know, I get it. I get it if you're 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 so far that like you're not even thinking about this. But um the reality is is like everyone is different, so I feel like everyone would digest differently. Um just the things that they're eating, uh, based on their environment and their and their genetics, right? Because we look different as well. We're humans, but we look different. So why wouldn't we eat different foods? I mean, if you think about that, there are uh, monkeys, there are ferrets, there are lots of different mammals, right, that reside in different parts of the earth. Even different parts of the country, you can say a different... Two of the same species different part of the country um, look completely different eat different foods thrive off of different different foods therefore look different right but because we we move so much and we we, we can travel it's like We've lost that sense of obviousness, right? Uh, the whole evolution thing from monk apes, that, to me, that seems like a sham. But if you got real solid evidence, you show me. And don't show me the those ridiculous fossils that they claim. Because I saw them. It... We're all humans. We're all different types of humans. Um, and we've all been here for a very long time. And we just go up and down in waves of consciousness or awareness. I like to say awareness instead of consciousness. Because consciousness, you think about like, you know, knowing more or smarts or 
awake or not awake, you know? But I think of awareness just as somebody's ability to see things um, in specific ways, right? Perspective. Perspective is the key um, to all of this. The key to it all. Perspective. Next time you go into a situation, change perspective. Let that alter your response. And then see what happens. Like, if you don't believe me, that's fine. But if you don't believe me, you should debunk me. And trying to debunk me means you should try yourself. Just do it. Sound like a fucking Nike commercial. Like, try to hone in on who you are, or, or I guess what your responses are to certain people or to certain things. And if it's not, you know, I mean, we all have those things that, oh, I wish I said this, or oh, I wish I acted this way, or I wish I did this for this person, or, you know what I mean? Don't. So when we see that, digest that, and try to catch that right in the beginning before you can wish. Be in the moment and try to alter that response. Now, I'm not saying go out of your way and make it a worse situation for yourself because that's where the key line is. That's where the very, very, very thin veil uh, resides. And that, my friends, is like life. That's literally like the challenge of life is trying to figure out how your life will unfold based on the responses that you're giving, right? So if you say to yourself, well, if I respond this way, is it going to benefit my life and others? If I respond this way, is it going to, you know, cause, cause hurt? or harm but it's going to change and it's always going to change it's going to change de depending on what what your mind sees and what you've learned so so yeah man keep reading that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying keep reading man i need to read more I got about four books open. Michael Pollan's new book. I got this Ayurveda book. I've got a Natural Preppers book. I've got Anne Wigmore's Why Suffering book. I've got... <coughs> yeah. But on the other hand, I've got my book. Yes. That's right, y'all. Shameless plug ahead. Adam and Eve... Origins of Human Consciousness. That's the title. That's the running title. Run with it. Run away with it. No, don't run with it. I'm running with it. Adam and Eve, my friends, for short. That is the book that I'm holding right now. It's a book that I just finished editing. I just finished everything. Um, I'm just going to work on the... Um, 
the preface. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the preface, and I thought of thought of y'all, and I was like, you know what? Let me do. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. By the way, it happened last night. Last night, finish, finito, done, complete. When you do that, when you put the stamp on that book or whatever project that you're doing. Oh man, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys do plenty of projects. Y'all are, y'all are handy muff. So, what has everyone been getting up to lately, man? This is... Life's been crazy. I'm ready to for spring to sprung. I'm ready to plant some seeds. I'm probably going to do that pretty soon. I'm going to start all my seeds indoor this year. But I'm going to successfully do it. Last year, I killed a ton of seeds. And my problem is I didn't have a little space with the light. So, I'm going to make sure I got like a... You know, next to a window with, with some supplemented light and, and a heater. A little warm heater. One of those little space heaters, then that's how you turn a corner in corner of your room into a paradise, right? You do that, start all your little seeds indoors, cherish them, make them strong and as hardy as you can. And then when spring comes, put them outside just for like an hour or so, maybe on the I think that's what I'm gonna start on the porch this year, um, on the porch windowsill because last year I put a lot of. A lot of beautiful, beautiful babies right outside. I didn't put them in the ground because I'm supposed to harden them, right? That's what's called hardening your plants. Um, meaning, meaning the sun, sun's energy, it starts to, starts to change the way uh, the plant um, builds its structure on the outside. It becomes hardier. That's why it's called hardening. Um, and the wind, of course, the wind blows back and forth and that creates a uh, tension right that creates a stronger structure that's why if you ever have indoor plants if you want them to be stronger you just occasionally massage them and I mean that by like moving them back and forth like the wind would or you can put obviously a, something blowing on them every once in a while but without that wind without the tension um, they're not gonna change right they're not gonna be stronger and and be more vigorous in life. Did you see? Did you see how beautiful and subtle that analogy ended up slipping right out? That's the exact analogy for life. And although depression sucks, and it sucks to feel like you know bad feelings or whatever, without change and without destruction and without Without all these, you're uh, you're not able to create more layers on the outside that are stronger, that are more knowledgeable, that are more flexible, that are you know that know the environment, that know how to take on the next winter, right? I was talking to my friend, uh, my great farmer friend, who is starting a fig fig farm, so. Shout out to my homie, which I'll be adding. I'll be, if you haven't listened, I mean, if you know, if you've been listening to other, other episodes and you know I planted five fig trees last year and uh, I'm like ecstatic. Is it ecstatic or is it ecstatic? Ecstatic? I'm ecstatic. I think it's ecstatic because ecstatic is uh, like something that has static, that has like the... Um, energy 
So I'm assuming it's ecstatic. Like it jumps around. The energy jumps. It's ecstatic. So when you're ecstatic, your mind's like da 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 da. So yeah, I'm like, I'm stoked. I like using stoked. That uh, that I'm gonna have a shit ton of fig trees, and I, we're gonna start t- t- training them, and 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 you and you clone them, and you trade them, and there's this whole community, this fig community. So get ready. RJ is about to join the crazy fig community, and uh, the fig is even in my book, and that's how much it means to me. It's in my my book, the Adam and Eve book, and of course, what would an Adam and Eve story be without? fig tree am i right am i right i hope you guys dig it it's pretty cool although it's like when you're writing a book and you're editing it and stuff and all that it's just after a while you're like all right yeah i know it like front and back now it's like have you read your own book yeah i read my own bu- i wrote my own book it's like you don't realize it until. So, hopefully this is one of many. I got a lot of cool things planned. Got a lot of cool things to share with y'all. This journey is epic. And it's only freaking just begun. Um, that's it. That's all I want to do about um, a short a short episode. Keep it sweet. Just checking in on you. Just saying what's up. Again, this is RJ. This is Gut Instincts Podcast. If you want to follow me, you know the drill. CBD Healer on Instagram. That's CBD Healer. Uh, that's where I put all the good stuff, man. That's where I get post all my stuff, all my food. Um, and, um, yeah, all the comedic comedic things, right? I treat it as, like, a my own little... Uh, my own little play. But that's how I feel life is. And that's how I fe- hope you feel your life is. Your own little play. And that you're not trapped. And you're... And you're, you're... I want you to be invigorated. Invigorated in the fact that you can create your own reality. Even with the terrible, um, horrible things. And I don't mean it to be like, you know, don't worry... Well, yeah, you shouldn't really worry about anything like that. Because really, if it's not in your reality and you're not seeing it, how can you even prove it to be? Just think about that. Think about all the things that you know, all the maps and all the country, all that stuff. And then think about where you've been and what you've seen. Um, Yeah, try basing it on that. And if you've seen and heard a lot of shitty things, well, join the club. Everyone does. And that's how you learn to be a better person, right? By being a crappy person or by crappy people being crappy upon you, crapping all over you. What I say is take that crap and you use your powers of alchemy, your alchemical wisdom of all the witches and warlocks y'all are and... um yeah, you turn that shit into gold. Ha <laughs> Pun fucking intended. That's it. I'm going out. I'm going out like that. I'm going out like on a boom. On a boom of a great... Uh, I don't know what you call that. All right, y'all. Till next time.
Peace.